0: all right fine you want to do the show we'll do the fucking show Cast is back at you with another week of horror BS. My name is Darian. I have returned. Buddy is also in the house.
1: Hey, what's going on?
0: What's up, buddy? We have no Miss Monica this week. She has been surprised with a road trip. In other words, I believe she is wanted by the authorities. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy lady. Mm -hmm. What's up with you, buddy? How you doing?
1: Oh, doing good. Really not much besides work other than turning into the thing. That's right. That's right, man. (laughs) We tried it
0: out. I, we finally got a chance to play test my uh, thing party game. Yeah. Uh, we pro- in hindsight, we probably shouldn't have had as many people over here as we did, <laughs> but I I think we're okay thus far. Yeah. So we, we had about what about ten people? Uh, 10, like that. ten people, three kids. Uh, so I just pulled Buddy aside and I was like, "Hey man, you want to do it?" And he's like, "Let's do it." And we did it, <laughs> and we play tested the thing party game that I've been kind of half assed yeah fucking around with yeah
1: like you said hey all right let's do it and then you immediately tag me <laughs> well
0: yeah yeah of course i mean who else is going to start it off right <laughs> i didn't even
1: get a running start <laughs> no. no 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 you're
0: it man now you got to go spread it amongst the unwashed masses at my house <laughs> yeah <laughs> and so basically the way the game is played and i think i'm going to tweak it a little bit you're having a party you got about 10 12 people over You designate somebody as the thing, and then without telling anybody that they're playing or that the game is afoot, that person then has to single somebody out, get them away from the party, and make them the thing, and then they have to do the same thing to somebody else, and on down the line until either somebody gets wise to it and calls out the thing, or everybody is the thing. So, uh,
1: Or just don't care. Or just don't care. That
0: seemed to be the running theme at our party, because uh, everybody was completely oblivious. (laughs) I mean, it was fun to watch, because I would just see, like, you know, this guy slink off into the garage with this, that dude's wife, and I'm like, nobody, nobody cares. Nobody saw that. Nobody, nothing. No, all right then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it was a good times so. though. Mm-hmm. Well, my man, we got uh, the usual shit show to get into here. We got horror news and listener mail and all kinds of fantastical nonsense. Why don't we start it off with a little bit of the old horror news, there, buddy?
2: Yeah.
3: horror news
0: booyah
1: what do you think man all right, so uh, first season of Eli Ross' History of Horror is coming to Blu-ray in October. Oh, very cool. Yeah, that's right. So with a brand new second season of Eli Ross' History of Horror coming to AMC in October, it's fitting that the 2018's debut season is finally being released onto Blu-ray. It's got seven episodes for the first season. hmm And uh, yeah, comes to DVD Blu-ray on October
0: 6th. Very cool. It's also uh, entirely streaming on Shudder right
1: now. Yes. <clears throat> the first season. Mm-hmm. Uh, You can make it a 90s night at the last remaining Blockbuster that's holding sleepovers through Airbnb. Wow. Yeah. So fittingly known as the last Blockbuster, Blockbuster Video in Bend, Oregon is quite literally the final remaining Blockbuster store in the world. And the store remains open for rentals to this day. It's also going to be open for end of summer hangouts. We've learned this week that the owners are taking to Airbnb to offer up once in a lifetime sleepover opportunities. Um, On 817 at 1 p.m., you're invited movie lovers from area to request book of one of these three one night stays that will take place on September 18th, 19th and 20th. For up to four people. Nice. Yeah, you'll have the store to yourself from check-in to check-out. The list also notes, we've created the perfect space complete with a pull-out couch, beanbags, and pillows for you to cozy up with new releases from the 90s. Crack up open a two-liter of Pepsi before locking into a video game, charting your future a game of M.A.S.H. or watching movie after movie. I like it. Hell, yeah. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Bookings will open up August 17th. They're going to go quick. Oh, yeah. I bet. I guarantee it. Mm -hmm. They could almost turn that into like a reality show. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) That actually be kind of funny. That's cool, man. (laughs) Yeah. There's one left. One left in the I like it. (laughs) Ben Morgan. Who knew? Holding out. (laughs) Right. Hulu turning Sylvia Moreno Garcia's horror novel, Mexican Gothic, into a TV series. Hmm. Yeah, okay. so it's released by Del Rey at the start of the summer. Uh, Mexican Goplin is getting a television series adaptation over at Hulu. And the plan series uh, hails from Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos uh, from Malojo Productions and ABC Signature. Cool. Yeah, that sounds pretty interesting. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. What do you got? Speaking of Hulu, uh, Clive
0: Barker's Books of Blood is going to be yeah. made into a Hulu series with an October debut. Mm-hmm. I'm into that, man. Yeah, I love the Books of Blood. A lot of my favorite horror movies came out of uh, Clive Barker's Books of Blood. Oh, nice. Candyman. Oh yeah. Dread. Uh, some other ones. Rawhead Rex. Oh yeah. For Christ's mm-hmm. sakes, yeah. Look, I hope they, I hope they do a Rawhead Rex episode. That'd be cool. Have you ever seen Rawhead Rex? Once. It's bananas. Mm-hmm. It is the most heavy metal nineteen eighty-three horror movie you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. Uh Scream Factory is releasing Relic on Blu ray. Not till November though. Okay. I've heard good things about this relic movie. Yeah. I haven't gotten a chance to check it out yet though, but I'm interested in that. Mm-hmm. Banner Art is out for Tales from the Hood Part Three. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Ah. Uh, I think uh, <laughs> Part two? <laughs> I gonna
1: say, you know, can't get much worse, but... You I mean... Uh, That's a possibility. I don't know, man. I don't know
0: that I'm into this business. Mm. Uh, lastly, it looks like Shudder has approved a second season of the Cursed Films
1: oh, yeah. uh, series. Did you ever get a chance to check those out? Uh, I have not, but uh, I did see that. Sure.
0: I wonder what other movies they're going to cover. Because I feel like they've already covered... They did Poltergeist. Right. They did The Crow. Uh, the Omen Exorcist and uh, Twilight Zone right so I wonder what else I mean that's I think those are the only ones that come to mind when you talk about cursed films
1: yeah I don't know we'll find out I
0: guess we will I'm into it though yeah me too Did you, the, you should check those out yeah. they do like a super deep dive into the movie that's good all the little accidents and weird shit that went on around the the set stuff like it's kind of freaky dude mm-hmm.
1: it's pretty gnarly especially the poltergeist one man
0: Yeah, that was weird. That one was pretty weird. Because, actually
1: uh, being really choked by the,
0: yeah, the clown thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, Heather O'Rourke dying, Dominique Dunn dying. Mm -hmm. Um, got when you think what you didn't know is that, uh, Heather O'Rourke was undergoing chemotherapy and during the filming of Poltergeist Three. That's why all of a sudden she's this big pumpkin headed ballooned up Heather O'Rourke. You know what I mean? She's Mm -hmm. all chubby looking all of a sudden. Kind of made me feel like an asshole. Yeah, buddy. Because, mm-hmm. you
1: know, god damn it. Yeah. She had a promising career, that's for sure.
0: Not, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it was, child actors, you never know, man. Because well, yeah. yeah, that could have been the end of her. I mean, even if she had survived, like, she would just forever be uh, <laughs> <Poltergeist> Carol. 20. <laughs> yeah, Carol Ann from Poltergeist. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. it. That's all she'd ever be. Going right. to end up with one of the fucking Corys doing... Uh, I don't know, some kind of bizarro Lost Boys uh, (laughs) poltergeist crossover or something. I don't know, man. Stop me from talking because words are coming out and I can't control the words that are coming out of my mouth. (laughs) All right, man. That's all we got on the horror news. Let's do us a little listener mail, muchacho. Mm Mm-hmm.
3: listener mail
0: oh yeah we got some emails and some voicemails and a brand new patreon subscriber it's our main man tim from sydney australia
1: hey what's up tim
0: uh i guess tim got himself control of september yeah so, Tim, let us know what, uh, what you want to do in September and, you know, give us a theme. Or if you just have four random movies you want us to do, we can do that, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim also gets uh, uh, access to all the bonus content
1: yeah.
0: over at Patreon. So, thank you very much for that, Tim. You're a beautiful young man. Uh, I wish you and your lovely uh, family all the best. Thanks so much, Tim. Let's get over here to Reno, Nevada. Here comes the cowboy. Hey, cowboy! Subject line, TPR. Toilet paper revenge. I'm pretty sure that's what that means. (laughs) Evening padded room. Hope everyone is doing well. Quick message tonight, as it's been a crazy week for me. I have to say, I have a love-hate relationship with What Are You Watching? I love getting to hear about good movies, and I hate how long my watch, my to-watch list is getting lately. (laughs) Right. So many movies, not enough time. I did get to check out Population 436, and thought it was an enjoyable I'm going to disagree with you there, <laughs> cowboy. I
1: thought it was all right.
0: Uh, though when people tell you, don't go there, just keep driving, you really should listen, as we've seen far too often. With listening back and go- doing my homework, I'm still wondering if Darien had the pleasure of writing a matchup between the Ginger Dead Man and Evil Bong. Uh, I don't think I ever did, No. And I uh, am going to do my best not to. (laughs) That sounds like a complete waste of time there, Cowboy. (laughs) And I'll leave Darian with the thought, based on many comments in previous episodes, without nipples, tits would be pointless. That's a very good point. (laughs) point That's actually two very good points. (laughs) 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 Looking forward to starting the morning with tonight's episode, and hope you all have a great night, Cowboy.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, Thank you
0: very much, Cowboy.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Right on, man. Let's get down to uh, Bakersfield, California. Here comes Tony.
1: Hey, Tony.
0: Subject line, Darian is a turd. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, we're starting off already, Oh, huh? uh, he's not fucking
0: around. <laughs> Greetings, padded room. Darian is a turd. <laughs> That's all he wanted to say. (laughs) Yeah, that that was the end. (laughs) Thank you very much, Tony, for writing. (laughs)
1: Thank you, Tony.
0: Veronica was a decent movie, but that doesn't give Darian any excuse. He's still a turd. As far as Veronica goes, it was fine. It definitely wasn't the scariest movie of all time, but Darian is a turd anyway. He's really hammering that turd point home. (laughs) Also, who the fuck thought it was a good idea to loom at a solar eclipse through a film negative? That some bullshit that Darian would have come up with. Another thing, why are all the old nuns creepy as fuck? Darian probably likes them. Uh, I mean, they're creepy. They're not my. I don't like have old nun porn lying around or anything, Tony. No, let's not be weird, not yet. buddy. Population four thirty six was a turd of a movie. I blame Darian though. Buddy is cool. <laughs> I can't catch a break with this fucking guy. Fred Durst sucked a fat one, and Darian does too. This movie felt like a bad episode of The X-Files. I would oh, yeah, agree, I could, yeah, I would agree I with that, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Other movies I watched this past week. I checked out Blackside Mountain after Darian talked about it. It was decent. It felt like the thing. Good recommendation, turd. <laughs> <laughs> I also watched The Pool, which is on Shudder. I heard about that. Yeah. The pool. Yeah, guys trapped in a swimming pool with an alligator. Hmm. Somehow they carve an hour and a half out of that. Wow. You'd think it would be like a 12-minute movie, but I don't 12, know. 12-second
1: 12 movie.
0: Yeah, right? It's about a couple that is trapped in an empty pool with a crocodile. I won't spoil it, but I really liked how the guy gets out of the pool eventually. It's not great, but that's what we've come to expect from this podcast. Well, all right then.
1: <laughs> an empty but, pool, huh?
0: I think so, yeah. Interesting. Until next time, Tony.
1: Thanks, Tony. Hey, Tony,
0: eat my ass. <laughs> Thanks for writing in, but go ahead and eat it. <laughs> oh, don't be a turd. <laughs> oh, Tony. All right, we got a couple of voicemails here. All right. Let's get it started with our main man down in Southern California. It's Monica's pod boyfriend, Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey, Tom Hardy.
4: hey yo. hey yo padded room. How's my favorite degenerates this week? Not too bad. Hope everybody's there. Hope y'all are doing well. Well, yeah. You know. hey, yeah, I know you got no uh, Terror Dome this week, but I still wanted to get in and check in with you guys. Sure. And, uh, you know, on the what are you looking at department. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know why it took so long, but uh, I'd actually never seen uh, that flip Bubba Hotel. Well,
0: that's a good one.
4: And uh, I was able to catch that uh, recently. That's a real good flick, man. I think I heard y'all talking about it before, and, uh, yeah, you're right. That was a good one, mm-hmm. and I don't know what uh, what happened, why I missed it or what have you, why it took so long, uh, but, yeah, just saw it recently. Also, uh, had a call from someone, you know, from the past, out of the blue, about, uh, you know, used to watch horror movies and stuff growing up, mm-hmm. and he hey, man, did you see the trailer for the new Nightmare on Elm Street? I'm like, what the fuck, man? So I don't know if you guys have even talked about it, or maybe you did, and I just you know spaced out, missed it, what have you. But yeah, there's a new trailer, Nightmare on Elm Street, and it's got the. Um, yeah, it got this director, uh, fuck the guy who did Oculus, um, Flanagan, I think. Yeah, Mike, kind of, Flanagan. Mike Flanagan <clears> or something <throat> like that. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know, man. This this actually might uh, might pan out good. You know, this might be something something I'm interested in. You know, but uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it probably had I, I know, heard it are you gonna miss that but that uh, check movie? it out it looks pretty decent Maybe. um oh other thing about uh, about last week you know uh hmm. so i don't know if this is more or less racist <laughs> but per darian he can tell the difference between japanese people but not chinese people uh, <laughs> yeah, i mean i don't know. know if that i don't know if that's more or less racist hey one other thing want to get I don't into know here you know what? Huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna save myself here. Okay. I'm about to get GP'd probably so
2: I'm gonna
4: uh preemptively strike and I'll call right back. I do have something else I wanted to uh get into with y'all. All, All right. right. Bye Sounds now. good. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well he called back. All right. Let's see what else is on his mind.
4: All right, sorry about that. No I didn't want to get interrupted as I was getting into this uh but talking about last week's episode hmm. I uh I took some notes uh, last that. week, um, and these are some things that were said on the show <laughs> last week verbatim. Okay. All right? Okay. Come on. You know what a homeless man's dick looks like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Soul yep. sucked out your butthole. That was a quote from the movie. Mm-hmm. Parting out an
0: 11-year-old boy. Yes. Yes. That was something... Finger-popping your sister. Uh, yeah.
4: <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, uh, he had another good one. Um, okay. Suck some goblin dick. <laughs> Look, and, man. Oh, yeah. It Marshmallow happened. Marshmallow bukkake. Yeah, that was pretty that was yeah. pretty unruly. Also, uh dead dicks and wall pussies. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And last week, Darian admitted to going to a donkey show... And being disappointed that it was just a woman with a donkey mask and not a real fucking donkey.
0: That's not the product that Guys, I was
4: promised. This show gets better every week. <laughs> Thank you, doing it. Love you like
0: family. Bye. Love you too, Tom Thanks, Hardy. Tom
1: Hardy.
0: <laughs> I'm a consumer. You understand that? And I'm I was sold a false bill of goods in regards to the donkey show. And as far as the rest of the stuff that came up on last week's show, that was part of the movie, Mister Hardy. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, do, we're doing accurate reporting when it comes to the, or we're trying to. Most <laughs> of the time, we're just making up shit. But yeah. <laughs> there was some weird shit going down in Mexico, Barbaro, and we shot it to you straight because mm-hmm. that's what we like to do here in the padded room.
1: <laughs> Thanks for taking notes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that we need to
0: take notes about the, about this show. <laughs> I don't need. I don't know that we need to follow up with any of these uh, quotes or anything. I feel like we're about to get uh, put in jail by the the sensitivity (laughs) police. Goblin decks, Homeless man's penis you referenced? (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. That's all we got in the listener mail this week. Do you have anything for Tim,
1: Cowboy, uh, Tony, or anybody else? Uh, thanks everybody for calling right in and Tim thank you so much for your donation absolutely we'll, uh, get you squared away next month
0: you betcha man give it a get with us let, uh, let us know what you want us to do in September it's all yours big guy mm-hmm. in the meantime we got ourselves a movie to get into mr buddy oh yeah let's get it on
3: I
4: En las culturas primitivas se creía que lo que ocurría en el cielo era un reflejo de lo que ocurría en la tierra. Por eso se creía
3: también que durante los eclipses la oscuridad reinaba por encima de la luz. Cerrar los ojos. ¿Hay alguien aquí con nosotras? ¿Quieres hablar con alguna de nosotras? ¿Lo has movido tú?
4: notaste algo, aquello de lo que no te despides se queda contigo.
2: Aquello de lo que no te despides se queda contigo. cómo no, no vais, pero si estoy yo sola.
4: No, no estás sola.
0: Yeah, it is Veronica from 2017, mm-hmm. written and directed by Paco Plaza. Recognize that name at all, buddy? Mm-hmm. He is one of the co-creators of the Wreck series. Oh. Have you seen the Rec movies? Oh, well, yeah. Of course you have. Mm-hmm. Stars Sandra Escancina, Bruna Gonzalez, and Claudia Placer. Uh, this one came out in two, 2017. Got 6.2 stars. Is rated TVMA. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that's all about. Because it's not a TV show, it's a movie, but that's what you got. Hmm. Uh, So this one is actually, I did a little research on this one. This one is is actually, in fact, based on true events. Oh, yeah? And the only recorded uh, police... Procedural case that has ever been uh, reported in Spain that involves officers witnessing paranormal activity. Wow! So that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's that's as far as I got with like the actual case. Yeah. So I don't know how closely this this uh, movie stuck to the actual events.
1: Right. They did show some pictures at the end, though.
0: Yeah, but it, I, I felt like those were pictures of the set. Oh, really? Yeah, I could be wrong about that. Oh, I don't know. Were
1: actual pictures, like side by side, like
0: we. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. I thought they were just pictures of the set, because oh. like, it, but dressed to look like a crime scene with like chalk outlines and you know evidence placards and things like that. Hmm. Uh, regardless, uh, we're going to start it off with the police being called to an apartment in the middle of the night in the pouring rain somewhere in Madrid, Spain. Hmm. And uh, you know, there's a lot of screaming, a lot of freaking out. Uh, they go running upstairs to the apartment. It's like on the fourth, fifth floor. They go running up there. They open the door and. Um, a little boy comes running out, and we hear a bunch of screaming coming from the back room. They go in there, and we don't see what they see, but we do see their reactions to what they see. Right. And it's uh, confused, concerned, and a little disturbed, I'd say. Yeah. And uh, what the fuck kind of, a, right. uh, of an act. And then we're going to jump immediately to three days prior to this. Uh, what we, We're going to pick right back up in this exact same apartment. What we have here is a pretty miserable situation. We have a single mom... Who is was trying to support her four kids all by herself. Mm-hmm. Now, Dad, I think, was in the picture but passed away. For some reason. Yeah. I don't think that was ever really explored in the movie. Not really. What happened to Dad. He'll make a uh, rather lewd appearance later on in the film. Mm-hmm. And he could do with a few sit-ups, my friend. <laughs> Maybe some uh, diet and exercise. Yeah. And a tan, too. Jesus Christ, man. And a haircut, now that I think about mm-hmm. it. I guess, since we're on the, the topic of Dad, he was Body one <laughs> one ugly son bitch. is what he was. Yeah, I'm sure that was, I mean, while he was alive. Anyway, um... So we, we're just going gonna to spend a day with the, this family. Uh, g- uh, the oldest daughter is probably, I think, 16, 15? 15. 15. 15 yeah. uh, and she's kind of the house mom, unfortunately, because mom, the real mom, is there, but she works a swing-slash-graveyard shift at a local bar, mm-hmm. so she's out all night, and uh, she comes home, she's got to get some sleep, so she's got to sleep a little bit later, so it's... Um, the The young lady, uh, Veronica. It's her responsibility to get the two twins and the younger little boy up and ready for school and to school on time. Mm-hmm. That fucking sucks because oh, that man. that's like there goes any hope of a social life you might have had. Right. Um, Welcome to adulthood. Yeah. So that that kind of sucks. Um, we she we're gonna follow her to school. She gets the other kids up and dressed. The little boy has a problem, uh, pee in the bed. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put him probably four years, four or five years old somewhere. Yeah, in
1: there. that sounds about right. Yeah.
0: On top of that, we have two twins. I think, uh, probably in the seven eight range, and uh, they're mm-hmm. they're I mean they're typical seven eight year olds. Yeah, they're you know? fine. Yeah, they're all right. Uh, gets them to school. Uh, turns out this particular day is a Friday, and it's a or Thursday, I think, and it's the day of a big solar eclipse. Yeah. So a lot of goings-ons. Uh, we get to school, we get to class, they're looking at some slides, and they're going to, you know, the science day, it's a Catholic school, so it's all nuns, and they're wearing the Catholic schoolgirl outfits, which for some reason didn't wasn't nearly as sexy in this mm. this go-around. No. Um, I don't know Why? I, maybe the skirts were a little too long or something, but I did normally. I, I feel like they didn't try to utilize the Catholic schoolgirl outfit. Uh,
1: probably because they were so young.
0: Probably there's that, <laughs> and I mean that's. Now that you say it, <laughs> I kind of feel like a pervo. <laughs> but uh, no, normally, like whenever whenever we go to a Catholic school in a horror movie, there's going to be one well endowed chick who just has her shirt tied around her boobs. Yeah, that's high them. school. <laughs> Well, that, she's a freshman in high school, so there you go. I, I don't know. I just... Whatever. I, obviously, this movie wants to be taken seriously, right. and Paco Plaza didn't want anybody beating off to this movie. No. I respect that. Mm-hmm. It didn't stop me, but I respect it anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was that none, wasn't it? That's right. Where there's a will, there's a way, buddy. <laughs> That's right.
0: So... She gets to school, uh, she's sitting in class and she's going through like a slide presentation about the eclipse and, you know, different images of eclipses, things like that. Uh, We get a note passed to her from her friend Rosa asking if she quote unquote has it. She points down to her backpack saying yes she has it. Mm-hmm. And we got a we got a little a little funny thing going on here before this where she actually sneaks into her mom's room and steals a picture of her dad. Yeah. That's going to come into play in a minute. And was I mistaken or did we see some drug paraphernalia in mom's room? Oh, I didn't even I thought to I saw like a needle and a spoon sitting on the nightstand. Oh, I didn't, I could I could I be wrong. Know. I could be wrong about that. Hmm. But uh, that's another possibility. Uh, She's got the picture of Dad. uh, she got something that she's got in her backpack. And now it's time for the entire class to go up to the roof to observe the big solar eclipse. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, as Tony alluded to, uh, I guess they just put like film strips over their eyes. Yeah, the negatives. And that lets them view it without Mm -hmm. damaging their eyes. I guess. I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Why not? Sure. Uh, So that's what they do, except Veronica, Rosa... And another uh, young lady named Diana go down to the basement mm-hmm. of this Catholic school. And we find out what Veronica brought with her. It's a motherfucking Ouija board. Ooh. A Ouija board there, buddy. Ooh. And it was a weird-looking Ouija board, man. Yeah, it was. not it, it didn't look like a standard Target... Walmart Ouija board. It was a Spanish Ouija board. Yeah, like all the letters were in one big circle and the sun and the moon were inside the circle Mm -hmm. as opposed to the rainbow lettering that's on most of our Ouija boards. Anyway, uh, they get down there, they get to fucking around. Instead of, they don't have a a planchette, they just have a cup, like Mm -hmm. a little glass cup, Yep, and they're using that as a planchette. Uh, the idea is that they each have some dead person that they want to communicate with. Veronica naturally would like to speak with her dad, yeah. who apparently has passed on, now that I think about it. Uh, it doesn't matter who the other girls want to talk to. So no. uh, They get in there, and they start fucking around with the Ouija board as the eclipse is happening uh, up on the roof. Mm-hmm. Now, there's one nun here who is particularly creepy, uh, her name is Sister... Well, she goes by... The kids call her Sister Death. Yeah. And the reason why is because her eyes are completely whited out. Mm-hmm. Why would you let that nun around young children? She, clearly, she's going to give them nightmares at the very least. <laughs> I know. If not psychologically scar them. Now, never mind the fact... She's blind as a bat, yeah. uh, as her <clears throat> blank eyeballs would insinuate. <clears throat> but never mind the fact that she has the creepy eyeballs, but on top of that, she's like emaciated, and she's always just like looming around. Mm-hmm. She can't see anything, man. Let's let's put her somewhere, you know. Let's find her an office job or something. Well, I don't know how you do that with a blind person, but let's let's get her <laughs> let's get her away from the kids. I think is the best course of action because she's going to freak everybody right out. Uh, anyway, she as as we're flashing between the roof and the basement of what's going on here. Uh, the girls are downstairs fucking around with the Ouija board. The young, the old blind nun upstairs gets like a, oh, oh, "Hey, what's going on? Something, something's happening around here." That you know, I don't know, I don't know. Something, something's going on. Yeah, she's the only one like staring at the sun. <laughs> yeah, well, she
1: can, she can do that. <laughs> yeah. What is she
0: even doing up there? She can't see a fucking thing. I know. <laughs> That's funny. Well, though. Hey. Could you let me know when the eclipse happens? I just want to know because <laughs> I
1: don't know. Maybe, maybe she wanted to see if she could feel it. Yeah. <laughs> hey,
0: Did it get cold for like a second? <laughs> I, don't I don't know, man. So that's... I had. Okay, so now we're back downstairs. Um, the Ouija board at first isn't really doing anything and then the glass starts darting around the board. Uh, the entity doesn't really identify itself Mm -mm. the the girls are getting a little frustrated the two other girls so they take their hands off the the glass but veronica leaves her finger on the glass and then it starts shooting all over the board all by itself Mm -hmm. and then it shatters well first it it got hot it got real hot that's why they
1: let go oh is that what happened okay and then it and then they were looking at her like how in the world are you keeping your finger on yeah because we just burned our fingers and then it shatters and it Mm -hmm. cuts veronica's finger
0: Never bleed on a Ouija board. Right. Now, I don't believe any of the Ouija board... I think it's a board game, myself. Mm-hmm. But even still, I'm not going to bleed on a Ouija board. Right. That's just my... I, I mean, I wouldn't bleed on That's a... That's just bad juju. It's bad. It's bad. I mean, <laughs> it's going to look cool afterward, because then yeah. you're going to have a blood-stained Ouija board and be like... I got the serious shit over here, big guy. <laughs> yeah. But I would I would prefer not to bleed on the Ouija board. She bleeds on it uh, right on the sun, the little picture of the sun, which mm-hmm. then immediately bursts into flames, uh, burns the Ouija board, and it gets torn in half, and she, like, gets kicked backwards yeah. and, like, hits her head on the concrete and kind of gets knocked out for a second or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girls get the fire out, and you know they get they see they stop the bleeding on Veronica's feet. While she's out, she keeps whispering something. We don't know what she's saying. Yeah. It's not subtitled. <laughs> no. uh, I don't think even if we did speak Spanish, we'd be able to hear understand what she yeah. was saying. But uh, her friend Rosa like leans in and listens to what she's saying, <laughs> and then she wakes up, and then we get her up to the. Uh, yeah, she the looked nurse. freaked out when she
1: left. Yeah, totally,
0: yeah. absolutely. Uh, we get her up to the nurse. Nurse puts a bandaid on her finger. Everything, I mean, that was pretty freaky. But for the most part, everything's cool. Goes back to normal. Yeah, for for the rest of that day, she goes and gets uh her her brothers or her brother and her little sisters from school. Takes them back home, and that's when the weird shit starts. When we get back home, yeah. So they managed to get the Ouija board back in Veronica's backpack before anybody saw it. Uh, we get home, and it starts with her putting the backpack on top of a bookcase. And then leaving the room, and it immediately falls off the bookcase. Strange, but, Mm -hmm. you know, she had a lot of crap on that bookcase. Puts it back up there, leaves, falls down again. Puts it back up there, leaves, waits like five minutes to see if it's going to fall down. Then it falls down again. So finally she puts it under her bed. She's like, oh, fuck this shit.
2: Hmm.
0: All right. uh, Some more weird stuff goes on. And we get like little paranormal things. We get a pretty gnarly... A nightmare sequence that night And mm-hmm. There's a lot of gnarly nightmare sequences This one is probably the creepiest Out of the entire nightmare sequence Barrage that we're about to get hit mm-hmm. with She wakes up in the middle of the night uh, With her, her closet door Swinging open yeah. And there's a mirror on the inside, so as it quietly swings open, she's confronted with her own reflection, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, this is fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. She gets up to close the closet, and she finds her two little sisters crouched in there, freaking the fuck out, like, almost catatonic, shaking, terrified. Yeah. She's like, hey, what's wrong with you guys? And they're like, he's here, he's here. And then she turns around, and she hears somebody whisper her name, Veronica. She turns around. Naked dead dad Ugh. is in the house.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I have a bigger penis than that particular actor. I can tell you that for a fact. But
1: he was not fluffed.
0: He was not fluffed. And <laughs> I if I was that actor, I would at least ask for like a, a stunt dick. Something. Is there like a prosthetic thing <laughs> yeah. I can put on or maybe we could reference how cold it is in here before I <laughs> right. before I make my approach? <laughs> Um. yeah he doesn't look good he's dead he's all pale Uh. he's you know uh, gray hair he's got long gray hair and he just starts casually walking towards Veronica and the girls just, Veronica Veronica she's freaking right out starts mm-hmm. backpedaling uh, like backwards stumbles onto her bed and then all these black hands come out of the bed and grab her and then that's when she wakes up in a cold sweat panicking and freaking out ah shit mm-hmm that's a, that's a pretty intense little uh, little dream sequence there. I yeah. thought, buddy, what'd you think of that one? Oh, I liked it. That was a good one. Yeah, it was pretty good. I could do without the old guy, Dick. But, yeah, me too. You know, I, I, I think it adds another layer of creepy. Mm-hmm. If you know, my dead <laughs> relative is in the house and he's coming at me. Okay, if he's coming at me naked, whoa. What what exactly are your intentions here, Grandpa? You know it's been a while since I've seen you, but I don't want to. You know I don't want to see you. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you a fist bump. That's that's as far that's as romantic as we're going to get tonight. You yeah. understand that? Here's a here's a pair of my underwear. Throw those on, right? All right. Uh, so now we wake up next day at school. Uh, Veronica is late. Uh, her mom is pissed off, and she's tired and everything else. Gets the kids to school. Now we get some teenage bullshit yeah. going on here, and this kind of sucks. We're right back in the science class where the whole shit started yesterday. Now Rosa and Diana are passing notes back and forth, and they're kind of giving Veronica the cold shoulder
1: a yeah. little bit. Not, All right, not cool.
0: Well, I mean, I, don't, I wouldn't shun her, but when, when it's later revealed what she was whispering in the basement, I don't know that I want to hang with you. You know give it give a week or two, and then I'll, I'll get with you right we got we gotta wait to see how that pans out before because mm-hmm. if it's like something bad, I don't want to get caught up in it right but we'll get to that in a second. I know that doesn't make any sense right now. anyway, uh that's kind of fucked up. then school gets out. Veronica's like, "Hey, uh I guess her and Rosa were supposed to hang out after school that day. Uh, Rosa canceled on her. And then when, mm-hmm. as Veronica's leaving, she sees Rosa and Diana talking to some other guy, and they go running off together. She's like, hey, you fuckers, what, what's going on here? And she's like, oh, uh, we just invited him to the party. How cool is that? And she's like, what party? It's like, oh, Rosa's having a party. Rosa's like, yeah, I guess you could come. And Veronica's like, why didn't you tell me about the party? And Diana's like, she's telling you right now. Ugh. Yeah, i be fucking,
1: like, uh, fuck you. Yeah,
0: fucking teenage girls. You probably can't <laughs> come anyway. You have to babysit. Which is correct. Yeah, that's, that's a factual a, statement. But at the same yeah, time... Yeah. I mean, but at the same time, you could at least invite me mm-hmm. and not have to have me corner you like this to get the invite. Yeah. And if you don't want me to come, that's fine, too. I don't care. Right. I probably, like you said, I probably have to babysit. So go fuck yourselves. Uh, so, but she's kind of bent about that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And now the paranormal crap from last night is kind of... It's leaving her a bit uneasy, um, to say the least. Oh yeah. So she stops at the library on the way home and gets a bunch of books on the paranormal. Ain't much, ain't mm-hmm. much that there, there. There's like a weird occult magazine that she got like ten or twelve issues back issues of and takes those home with mm-hmm. her. Um, she's thinking that maybe uh, this Ouija business may have uh, done some damage, and now she's got to contend with that. Mm-hmm. Goes and gets kids, gets them home, starts reading these uh, occult magazines. Uh, get some ideas for, like, occult protection, like these weird sigils that she draws and hangs above the, the kids' beds and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, That night, though, we go right back into poltergeist land, my friend. Oh, yeah. Uh, Now, the way this apartment is laid out is... Kind of weird. Yeah, I guess it's like, a, guess U it, shape. It's like a, a horseshoe kind of a deal. Yeah. But you can look out of Veronica's bedroom window, look across... Uh, something, and then look directly into the twins' bedroom window. Yeah. At first, I thought she was, like, in
1: another apartment.
0: Yeah, but, late. I mean, at the same time, it's kind of weird because, like, there's, uh like, the door to the bathroom had a window on it because she had to break the window to get into the bathroom. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of, like, unnecessary room-to-room windows in this apartment. Yeah. Must be a Spanish thing. Maybe. Or p- previous people didn't like privacy so much. Right. So that, Or they didn't trust each other. What are you doing in there? What's <laughs> going on in there? Let me, hey. Open that fucking curtain, you asshole! Mm-hmm. I want to see what you're doing at all times. Uh, so that's kind of weird, but anyway, she's uh, getting ready for bed. She's got the sigils hung up. She's she's feeling pretty good at this point. She's thinking, mm-hmm. you know, whatever's gonna, whatever's coming at us, we're ready for because we put the uh, symbols of protection up, and you know that, that should keep us safe. As she's looking across at the twins' room, um, the little boy was playing one of those Simon old school electronic Simon says beep beep. Beep, beep, beep. Beep, 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 beep. You know, with the <laughs> red and the green and the yellow and blue. I haven't mm-hmm. seen one of those in forever. I know. Those were huge in like mid-80s. Yeah. Uh, and she can see that somebody is playing one of those fucking things in their bedroom. So she goes marching right over there and she's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell them to go right to bed. But before she leaves her room, she sees like a shadowy figure enter the twins room. Mm-hmm. So now she's in a panic. She thinks somebody's in the, oh, in the yeah. fucking uh, apartment. Goes running over there. You fucker. Opens the door. Twins are sound asleep. Mm-hmm. So's the little boy. Uh, she sees like the sh- like the shadow of somebody going across the wall. Yeah, the hand. And as it comes to like into contact with the different sigils that she's hung up, they all burst into flames. Mm-hmm. Whoa! Which worked? Yeah. Fuck. That's bad. That was supposed to protect somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, all it did was piss this thing off. So yeah. now we have a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, the twins wake up and they think they're oh what the fuck's going on? Uh, the, well, one, the one wakes up. They Veronica sees the weird black shadow guy like getting on top of the other one, so she runs over there and she puts her hands on the twin and she's like wake up wake up wake up. Mm-hmm. The twin in the top bunk wakes up and she's like hey why are you choking my sister? And she, Veronica's like I'm not choking her I'm trying to get her to wake up. And then the twin wakes up and she's like why are you choking me? Yeah, and she's like I'm trying to protect you. And then by now, of course, everybody in the house is awake. Mom's still at work, so Veronica's left on her own to deal with this horse shit and mm-hmm. the kids. So uh, she comes up with a, uh, a you know pretty good idea. She says, "Okay, everybody, grab your mattresses. We're sleeping together in the living room. We're gonna we're gonna go out in the living room and we're gonna sleep there." Okay, solid plan. Uh, they go out there, they turn the TV on, they all lay their mattresses together and go to sleep. And if you're paying attention right here, buddy, you'll you'll hear a commercial jingle in the background for a Centinella, which is some kind of a floor shine product, or Centinea, I think, or Centia, mm-hmm. or something like that. It's a catchy little jingle, um, you know, it's for like a mop and glow type of a thing, I, from what I gathered, I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but uh, that's going to come into play later. The, the jingle and the commercial for hmm. reasons that are kind of strange but uh if you're paying attention you'll hear it now uh they all put and then Veronica wakes up because she has another nightmare uh she wakes up and she sees the fucking shadow man walking around the room and because this apartment is so strange with all these weirdly out of place windows. The shadow guy never actually comes into the room this time. He just like walks down the hallway, but she's watching him through all the windows as he's, you know, walking around. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, oh, fuck, it's about to go down. She wakes all the kids up. All right, come on, get, come over here. They see him too. Or at least we think they do because they're terrified.
1: Well,. They said they didn't see
0: it. Uh, right, but there's the, it's kind of weird how this plays out because they all run to uh, Veronica and she makes like a hasty crucifix out of a wine opener. Yeah. And she's holding it up like, you get back, you fucker. And then finally the thing creeps up to what I guess is the front door. Yeah, I think it was the front door. Either that or like the front door. I don't know, man. The, this apartment layout is bizarro. And she's like, oh, God, he's coming in. And she holds up the, the crucifix like, oh, you get the fuck back here. Mm-hmm. And then the door opens and it's actually just mom. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my God, mom's home. Yay. And then uh, mom comes in and she's like, what the fuck is this? You got everybody sleeping in the what? The m- mattresses are out here. What are you doing? and veronica's like somebody's trying to get in the apartment and mom's like okay well i'm gonna call the cops and then veronica's like okay wait hold on and then we get the full scoop uh mom gets the full scoop from the twins and they're like mom's like you've been watching too many goddamn horror movies dude these kids are impressionable don't be an asshole look at them they're terrified and then they start telling mom about how veronica was choking them which, at this point in the film, we don't think she was. We think she was actually just trying to wake them up. Yeah, That is going to get a little altered as we move on. Um, Now we have a sit-down with Mom that night, and we kind of explain to her what's going on, and Mom isn't buying it at all. She's like, you, what are you fucking around with Ouija boards for? That's dark bullshit and... Uh, You know, what you should do is go back to your school and speak with one of the nuns tomorrow and try to see how we can rectify this spiritually and get this negative energy the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. So Veronica's like, oh, God, okay, that's what I'll do. Uh, Goes goes back to bed, wake up the next morning. She goes back to school. Now, mind you, today is a Saturday, so Mm -hmm. the kids are gone. But I guess they just leave the school unlocked because she just walks right in and starts poking around. Goes back down to the basement... Where they had the original seance or Ouija board session. And she's like, ah, shit. I really fucked this thing up, didn't I? Sister Death is down there smoking like a pack and a half of cigarettes. Right. She smokes her fucking face off. I wonder if that has something to do with why she went blind. I don't know how smoking cigarettes would cause you to go blind. But I don't know. It's not a a good habit. Maybe she was born that way. It could be. Maybe it's Maybelline. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, there. How you like that shit? Uh, So Sister Death is down there And she's like hey What are you doing down here Veronica And Veronica's like oh my god You scared the crap out of me You creepy old blind lady uh, Sister Death now having been blind uh, She's like I don't need eyes to see You did you fuck something up down here And now you're trying to find a way to fix it And she's like uh, yeah Yeah actually I think that's exactly what happened mm-hmm. Sister Death comes in and like starts sniffing her And like blowing smoke on her and stuff And she's like, there's something that walks with you. You opened a portal and you didn't say goodbye. So you have to... Uh, recreate what you did, but this time you have to do it correctly to cancel the negative effects. So and say goodbye. And say goodbye. <laughs> yeah. So I
1: was like, "That's stupid." Yeah, it's like uh, <laughs> that's terrible right You know,
0: calling somebody just to say goodbye to. Them. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hey, say
1: goodbye to you. Sorry, I
0: just wanted to say goodbye. All right, talk to you later. No, I didn't wait, goodbye. <laughs> right. All right, then. Okay, <laughs> well, now that's goodbye. why you call. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right, bye then. <laughs> you know I, mean? I don't know how this shit works. Uh, so, but, the, like, Sister Death starts getting freaked out, too, because she's like, there's too many of you in here. And Veronica's like, no, it's just me and you. And she's like, oh, no, you're not alone. You open and now something walks with you, and now it's it's got bad intentions for you. You have to close the door. Protect your sisters and yeah, brother. Yeah, protect your family. So now Veronica's like, oh, fuck, how am I going to fucking... I got. What do I fire up the Ouija board by myself? No, we have to recreate what we did. So she's got to go get her two friends, Rosa and Diane, mm-hmm. and she's thinking if she can get them back down to the basement, have another Ouija session. This time, tell whatever it is. Goodbye, sa- sayonara. Uh, maybe she can get back to being a regular fifteen-year-old. Uh, yeah, sounds like a good plan. That sounds like a solid plan, there, buddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, slight hiccup that party that we were sort of half-ass invited to is now in full swing. Oh, man. And it's a bizarre party. Um, number one, it's happening at like two in the afternoon uh, at, I guess, Rosa's apartment where her parents are not present.
1: Yeah, something like that. Um, yeah. That's They're out of town.
0: Yeah, I get that. But are they coming back that night? Because, I mean, two o'clock in the afternoon seems a bit early to be at that level of partying. That Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm a... <laughs> I'm an old <laughs> fart. Maybe they
1: do things different. Maybe they do. I
0: don't know, <laughs> but It's like two in the afternoon, uh, Veronica shows up at Rosa's place in the throes of this party, uh, like basically forces her way in. She's like, she needs Rosa and Diane to come with her. Unfortunately, they are both having a good time and well on their way to being date raped and do not have any intention of going with Veronica. Mm -mm. So she's like, Rosa, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, Rosa, we got to go. We got to reopen the door so that I can say goodbye and close it and get this fucking shit off me. And then she's like, uh, no, no, uh, I don't, I, I mean, maybe, I don't know, talk to me next week, maybe we can figure it out. She's like, no, it ha- you don't know what I'm going through right now, dude. Just come with me, it'll take five minutes. Where's Diane, by the way? Let's get Diane, too. We need her. So she's running through the party, screaming for Diane. Rose is following Veronica, trying to calm her the fuck down. And that mysterious older guy uh, that was at the school is there, too. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like following Rosa. I think he's trying to get in her pants. They eventually find Diane. Diane's the bitch of of the of the three. Yeah, I mean Rose is not Mother Teresa herself, but just clueless. Diane is is the bit the real bitch bag of the of the crew. Mm -hmm. She finds Diane. She's like, Diane, come on, you got to come with me. And she's like, No, what are you doing here? She's like, Look, I'll explain on the way. Let's go. Let's go. No, 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 no.
1: I'm ruining my party.
0: Yeah. Eventually, uh, this that weird older guy like throws Veronica out of the apartment. And then, but as she does, Rosa kind of follows her out, and she's like, "Look, man, we—I'm happy to help you. We can do it some other time. I'm kind of got this thing going on right now." Mm-hmm. And she's like, "You don't understand. This shit is getting dangerous and wild, and somebody's going to get hurt if I don't close it." And she's like, "Yeah, um, about that. About that. <laughs> so you remember when you uh, hit the deck there in the basement? You started whispering something for no reason." And she's like, no, I don't, actually. I was unconscious, as you might recall. And she's like, yeah, you just started whispering something over and over. It's like, what was I whispering? "Uh, You said you were going to die today. That's what you said. So um, I'm I'm not trying to hang with you today. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, I don't want to see a dead guy. Number two, I don't want to be a dead guy if it's like an explosion that you're going to (laughs) die. You're right. So uh, we'll we'll, we'll sort this whole thing out tomorrow. I'm going to go back to the party. Okay, bye. So, Veronica's like, well, fuck me and fuck you too, Rosa. No, I guess I'm on my, on my own. fucking own then. <laughs> yeah. So, we cut to that night. She's trying to, she's tr- man, she's giving it everything she got. Trying I to get would rid too. of this shit. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> you got this weird shit going around. My naked dad is chasing me up and down the apartment. No, I don't mm-hmm. want any part of it. Uh, she's like, okay, well, this is uh, bad business, but I don't have a lot of choices here. So, she calls the twins in. To the apartment, and they are going to fire up the Ouija board, and hopefully, she can tell this thing to shove off. Oh, man. I mean, do you have a better idea? I don't think I do.
1: Do it yourself? I (laughs) can't. I wouldn't bring my little. My kids,
0: I'd get like a couple of. You know, uh, day laborers. Or something. <laughs> right. Go down to Home Depot, pick up a couple of those dudes. This is gonna be a weird request, okay? I am gonna <laughs> yeah. pay you extra. Pay yeah, but I gotta, you gotta bear with me on this, all right, fellas. They'd probably no better. Probably. Yeah. Now you are know, doing it all wrong. <laughs> yeah. Did you? You must have forgot to say goodbye. <laughs> well, did you? Yeah. Did you see? Not see the blind nun on the way in. Uh. So they set it up, and she's trying to get a hold of something, and she's talking to it. It's. Again, furiously moving the glass around, mm-hmm. uh, the the Ouija board splits itself in half, and like again, like this time, all kinds of weird shit starts going down in the apartment. Uh, doors are opening and closing, shits banging around, toys are going on and off, and all kinds of fucking shit gets screwed up. Um, it's pretty nasty. Uh, yeah. This time, I think it was the little boy, wasn't it, that got dragged it off into the bathroom. Or was it one of the girls mm. i th- i'm I'm pretty sure it was the little boy, but yeah, I think it was to me i mean this this is a pretty creepy sequence, and I'm not going to do it justice, trying to walk you through it, just telling you how it goes down, but uh there's a lot of like uh can't, eventually Veronica's like, Fuck this dude, this is way out of control. I got to get you guys the fuck out of here. So she gets everybody up. They start running towards the door. The little boy, Antonito, gets pulled back into the apartment and like thrown into the bathroom. Or no, no. The th- well, first... She's like, we got to get the fuck out of here. She grabs Antonito and goes running down the stairs. Yeah, because his dad's coming for him that night. Yeah, and she said, if uh, if dad comes, put your fingers in your ears and scream my name. Yeah. So she grabs him. They all run downstairs. As soon as she hits the bottom of the stairs where the, the two twins are waiting for him, for her, they're like, hey, where's Antonito? And she's like, he's right here. And she just doesn't isn't holding him. She's yeah, just,
1: there's like a mirror on the door. Yeah, she's
0: like, what? Uh, he, did what in my pocket i don't i thought i had I i could i had him on me when i left i know that and they're like uh no you crazy lady uh where the fuck is he so she's like oh fuck wait right here he's a ninja try to call the goddamn police or somebody any mom get somebody over here yeah
1: don't come back in the house do
0: not go back up to the apartment i'm gonna go get antonito and we'll we'll get this shit going so she goes hauling ass back up the stairs uh, Now, the, the place is like deadly silent. Oh, man. And uh, like all the lights are out. There's fucking wreckage everywhere. She's like creepily, you know, tiptoeing around trying to find Antonito. She hears some whispering coming from his room. Mm-hmm. So she's like, oh, fucking fuck off. Here we go. Goes in there, finds him hiding in the closet with his fingers in his ears as per her instructions. And just kind of saying veronica over and over again yeah not screaming no just like just, veronica well actually i guess in spain the short for veronica is vero, vero. so yeah. he's just going vero 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 which is pretty fucking creepy mm-hmm. um, she's like okay dude we are officially taking the next train out of here grabs him starts hauling ass towards uh the door this is when he gets grabbed and thrown into the bathroom yeah door slams behind him she's like ah shit you're coming with me anyway but the door is locked so this is where that weird bathroom door window comes into play mm-hmm. she smashes it out does like a commando dive into the into the uh, bathroom but I guess, misses the landing or something because she knocks, knocks herself, herself out. out. Yeah. Which is kind of, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, that, that was That's kind funny. of anticlimactic. <laughs> yeah. I'd hate to think that you <laughs> went to all this trouble <laughs> just, to say just to knock your own self out. <laughs> yeah. You can't even blame the fucking ghost, man. You did it. You did it. <laughs> right? stupid lady. Uh, how about next time you just reach in and use the door handle like a human being? There, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, like most people do. <laughs> <laughs> She's out cold. She wakes up. Antonito is sitting in the bathtub and he's terrified, obviously. She reaches out for him. The curtain, like, whips around the, the bathtub, blocking her, but you can see the silhouette of uh, the shadow man or shadow creature demon, or whatever. whatever you want to call mm-hmm. him, inside the bathtub with Antonito. She's like, oh, shit. Like, try, there's like a big struggle. She's being pulled backwards. Uh, eventually, she gets to the bathtub. In a weird way, though, I don't this one this part kind of confused me a little bit because she pulls the curtain from the bathtub and like lunges into it, but suddenly she's not at the bathtub anymore. She's at the kitchen or the um bathroom sink mirror. Yes. Yeah, so head goes into the mirror.
1: Yeah, so what happened is as soon as she went to go do that, you see the shadow arm like swing out, like it just like Socked her a good one to get oh, a, get away. Okay. Yeah.
0: I didn't catch that. I thought she just lunged and like somehow <laughs>
1: yeah. went
0: the wrong direction. Du- I mean, clearly she's not the sharpest.
1: No, that shadow thing just gave her a good one. <laughs> okay. Well, that makes
0: a lot more sense than what I was going with. I thought she just got misdirected somehow and ended up going into the fucking mirror. Uh, smashes her head into the mirror. Breaks the glass. What the hell? breaks her head into the uh, breaks her the glass in the mirror mm-hmm. and is like oh fuck there's blood coming out of her head shatters the mirror picks up a giant uh piece of uh glass shard from the broken mirror mm-hmm. and she's like oh fuck and now she's looking at herself in the mirror through this twisted reflection and we get like a, a little sonata, a little sequence here where like her reflection is doing something a little different than she is. Not a huge difference, but just like standing a little differently. Yeah, it was Not,
1: it was very slight. Yeah,
0: but you can tell something is off here. Mm-hmm. And now she start having starts having all these uh, flashbacks to. Uh, her actually, in fact, choking the little girl when she was trying to wake yeah. wake her up per se. Uh, the sister death telling her she's got to do what she's got to do to protect her her siblings. Um, and then she, from there, she gets it back into the bedroom where she's got the full body mirror, and now she's like looking at herself in a in a better reflection, and it's kind of like um, the demon guy is behind her for a second, but she's like. The reflection is off, and her reflection looks like like she should look like worried and oh, I got it. What the fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. But her like her on the on out in the bedroom is kind of calm and cool and collected. And there's blood dripping from the the glass shard because she's holding it so tight. Yeah, and then what I gather is that the demon grabs her, and what we see um, is he like bent like. Does like a back bendy on her, like, you know, like he's like they're dancing and he dips her. Yeah. Uh, So she's like bent over backwards and then he takes like his demon claw and shoves it down her throat. Yeah. Now the children downstairs have, in fact, called mom and the police Mm -hmm. and the cops are there. And this is where we're going to pick up right where we left, right where the movie started, which is the police coming in. And the detective that comes in sees her in this bizarro. Back bendy being held there with by invisible hands or forces with her mouth wide open.
1: Oh man, she had
0: a huge mouth on her. Oh, yeah, that actress. She mm-hmm. could have, like unhinge that fucking yeah, thing like a right? snake or something. Where uh, is she at nowadays? Yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> still got that Catholic schoolgirl outfit there, sweetie. <laughs> um, and then like that, that and then she like kills over dead, and they check her for a pulse. She's dead, and like that's that's it that's pretty much the end of your movie from there we go to the detective he's uh typing out a statement and he's explaining what he saw which was her standing at an impossible angle with her mouth wide open and mm-hmm. uh dead and then she hits the floor dead and then we get some pretty cool crime scene photos during the closing credits
1: and that, I, that's what i thought were real the real crime scene photos do you think
0: they were real yeah they might be i don't i can't say for sure the only reason I think they weren't real is because like all the furniture matched exactly. Well, I mean, that'd be the idea you want to create. Yeah, and it could be. They, mm-hmm. they very well might have been real. But that's pretty much the end of your movie there, buddy. What would you think of Veronica? I liked it. Pretty good show. Yeah. This, I, I felt like this one was a victim of its own hype in a way. Yeah. Because when this one first came out, it was being touted as the scariest movie ever made and better than The Exorcist and all that shit. It's fine. It's not bad. Yeah. It's, I, I wouldn't...
1: Oh, it's not as scary as Exorcist. No, think, no.
0: It's, it's, uh... I mean, it really, to me, the high point was the nightmare sequences. The nightmares, yeah. And, uh, the, especially the one with the Naked Dad. Um, or that, it just kind of struck me as another dime store uh, possession movie. Mm-hmm. Follows the same sequence, man. You know yeah. what I mean? The same formula that they all do. Mm-hmm. Which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean, this one was very well done and had some very creepy
1: moments. Yeah, creepy nuns. Um, and-
0: <laughs> I think we might even be better off without seeing the shadow guy. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he had a very Silent Hill kind of look about him. Right. Maybe we just make him some kind of an ethereal thing, you know, mm-hmm. something that, that that's maybe we just see like a shadow go yeah, by. Yeah, like right the up. hand
1: shadows. That was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, that was pretty. The claws, he had some gnarly claws. But mm-hmm. when you actually see him, he's actually kind of short yeah. and kind of uh, scrawny.
1: I did like a... Uh... Uh, when she fi- started figuring stuff out, she was lifting all the beds, and you see, like, the shadow. The burn marks. The burn underneath. marks, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's pretty gnarly. hmm Yeah, good stuff, man. I say it's worth a watch if you haven't yeah. already seen it. It's, uh, you find it on Netflix right now, Inmates. How many, one out of five skulls, buddy, how many are you giving this one?
1: Uh, 3.5.
0: I would probably come in at a four. I like a movie that takes itself seriously. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I feel like we miss that a lot in the horror section. right That's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paco Plaza he set out to scare and disturb you um, which is cool yeah you know you see horror movies these days they're like okay my prerequisite boobies uh, my prerequisite uh, you know party kids that are going to have some witty one liners throughout there and then the blood and the the butchery and all that right you're not really trying to scare anybody you're just trying to make a better, light of a situation yeah better boobies better blood better one liners mm-hmm. that's all you're trying but anyway I would probably come in with a four on this one Uh, I think that's all we have on did you have anything else on Veronica buddy
1: no that was a good film
0: not a bad show we're going to take a little break come back with some other stuff amigo
1: alright right.
3: Hey, inmates. If you like what you hear, head over to the Patterdroom Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the t bellin link at patterdroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show.
0: And we are back. Okay. Buddy, should you ever find yourself being heckled by some kind of a demonic spirit... And you need my help to help you say goodbye to it. You will say no? Um, well, if I'm at a party and I'm <laughs> feeling like I'm making some progress with a young lady, I'm happy to help. <laughs> I'll get with you in like two or three hours.
1: No, okay. okay?
0: No, I mean... That's I,
1: better than like next week. No, or, we, can,
0: we can get it We can get it done. You just gotta... I mean, shoot me a text ma- Give me a heads up. You know what okay. I'm saying? Don't just come barging in there yelling and screaming. You're going to make me look like an asshole. Hmm. That's, I, I, you know, I'll do what I can for you, but we got to we got to plan this out properly is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All right, my man, you ready to get into this week's Terradome? You betcha. We're
3: back.
1: Yeah.
3: No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm gonna bash him right the fuck in. in. I'll, I'll kill you all. <laughs>
4: i try to be crazy. I'll
3: kill you all. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> dream come true. Six year old child with this blind, pale, emotional <laughs> face with blackest eyes. The devil. Welcome to the Terradome.
0: We are now in the Inferno Conference semifinal round. Round, what the fuck is this now? Round five, I think. One, two, three, four. Yep, round five. Uh, fighting out of the red corner. At a height of 100 to 150 meters and a weight of 30 to 70 metric tons. Use of the species irradiated lizard... He has the power of flight, gravity beams, hurricane winds, constricting necks, durability, regeneration, an electric bite, and magnetic powers. He is King Ghidorah, Monica's fighter. Out of the blue corner, coming in at a height of 30 meters, weight of 40,000 metric tons, a species of electrocuted human. He has strength, intelligence, and a stick. He is Big Man Japan. Who do you think wins this fight, buddy?
1: Oh, man. You know, I'm going to go with Big Man Japan. My
0: man. I'm taking Big Man Japan on this one, too. And for one reason and one reason only. He's just He just has this dumb luck about him to mm-hmm. where... You know, like when he fought the, the monster that was just a leg and a head. Yeah. He didn't have to even touch him. He just let him hop in between the two buildings. He got stuck and died.
2: <laughs> right. I,
0: can, I, I mean, I don't know how that would work with King Ghidorah, but I could see something like that happen. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to bank on dumb fucking luck and say, big man Japan also. <laughs> and he's got a stick. That's right. Whack him right on all three of his heads
1: with a mm-hmm. fucking
0: stick, just buddy. poke it with a stick. Bing, bang, boom. Just like that. <laughs> Uh, that's your Teradome matchup for the weekend, mates, in uh, Kaiju competition. It is King Ghidorah versus Big Man Japan. Get us your votes by next week, if you have time. Uh, the mental health hotline is area code 775 or you get us on the regular old email at thepaddedroom2011 at com. In the meantime, we're going to take a minute and tell you what kind of movies we got to watch this week in a segment called What Are You Looking At? Yeah. For the uh, bonus Patreon content this week, I covered a movie called The Invisible Ghost from 1941, starring Ooh. Bella Lugosi. Nice. Uh, funny, this movie has no invisible ghost in it. Of course not. Uh, no, and not even a, a, a reference to a ghost or anything. Basically about a guy who goes into a trance-like state and kills people around his, his mansion. Hmm. So, no ghost. Okay. No invisible people. Just uh, Bella Lugosi acting a damn fool every time he sees his wife.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much it. Maybe he just wants to ghost her.
0: <laughs> uh, could be. Um, I don't know, man. I was kind of disappointed by it because I was really wanting a, like a movie about a ghost. Uh-huh. And what I got was just this eccentric millionaire kind of doing this weird sleepwalking routine every time he sees his wife and he goes and strangles one of the uh, the servants. Oh. Oh, oh Whatever. Uh I also watched Lyle from two thousand and fourteen. Have you heard of this one mm. this one 's on shutter it 's only about an hour long okay uh, so basically, you have um, two women in a same sex relationship that have a baby. Uh, they move to a very upstate um, neighborhood in New York where the baby dies in an accident. Mm. From there, uh, one of the young ladies does some research on the building that they moved to. And it turns out it has a history of dead kids. Oh. And there is the possibility. They recently, the other lady becomes very successful. And she kind of reaches into the possibility that people that live in this house sacrifice their children to become rich and powerful.
1: Oh. So it
0: kind of gets into that routine a wow. little bit. Wow.
1: Sounds pretty good.
0: Uh, if Monica were here, I would tell her not to watch this movie because there are some very ugly people <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> there is some weird eyebrows and some horrible haircuts and <laughs> Monica's just gonna, she's going to just going to freak right out <laughs> yeah. at these two ladies. I just
1: can't even watch it.
0: I can't. Did you see she had yellow teeth? No. <laughs> I am not watching it. I watched that and I watched Confessional from 2019 Have you heard of this one. Mhm. Um it's interesting it uh is basically um two deaths occur at a college campus, and like the the group of friends that surround these two kids get blackmailed into coming into this saw like confessional booth right where they're confronted with you know different possibilities of how they're linked to the two deaths, how they might be responsible, and things like that
1: yeah, it was weird, oh, you saw it, yeah
0: yeah it it uh. It basically all boils down to homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the one of the kids that died was...
1: And they're not allowed to leave until...
0: Until they confess. Yeah. But, I mean, the, like the drug dealer, she was there oh. for no reason. <laughs> I know. She's like, what am I she's doing She's the most here? entertaining one. <laughs> yeah, and she's like... Uh yeah, I sold them drugs. That's I'm a drug dealer. It's kind of what, it's I, what do. I do. Yeah. What, they, what they do with it after that is beyond me. Mm-hmm. Can I go and? But then when you find you find out that one of the kids that's in the confessional booth is actually the one who engineered of, this whole thing, of course. And that boils down to a gay thing, also. Not a bad show. Um. I don't know, man. I, I just kind of felt like it, it would have been a little bit better if we had come out of the confessional booth, mm-hmm. which we did, but only in very short, like, flashback sequences. Yeah. Uh, and because we, we never came out of the confessional booth, we never really got to attach or identify with the two victims. All right. we got was these, these kids that were kind of riddled with guilt and
1: the jock and the jock and, and,
0: the, and in that weird fight club situation, whatever the fuck that was all about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to say you could probably skip that. Yeah, one. I agree. It's, it's fine, but it's definitely not the best thing I've ever seen. Mm. That's all I'm looking at, buddy. What do you got?
1: Um, I got to see about half of, uh, what happened to Monday.
2: Okay.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Very cool.
1: I'm excited for the other half, but I mean, uh, what I first saw, it was pretty good. I just fell asleep through it. Don't you hate that, man? Yeah. I was just so tired. I mean, it was a really good movie, and I still fell asleep.
0: Yeah. I actually started another movie. I wasn't going to bring it up because I also fell asleep in it called uh, (laughs) Dave Built a Maze. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of this?
1: <laughs> you telling me about yeah, that. Yeah,
0: so this guy builds a maze. He's, he's like his fiancé leaves him at home alone for a weekend. So he builds a maze in the living room out of cardboard boxes. And he gets in the maze and he gets lost. And he can't get out of the maze. Mm-hmm. So his fiancé comes home and she's like, why don't you just poke a hole in it and come out? And he's like, no, I can't. I spent so much time working on it. I'm going to find a way out. Just give me a – I've been in here for three days. And she's mm-hmm. like – what have you been eating? He's like, I brought trail mix with me. <laughs> so, him and her and another friend, they go in the maze. And once you get inside the maze, it's like this huge with hallways and rooms and other rooms. Mm-hmm. When you're standing in the living room looking at it, it looks like three cardboard boxes taped together. So, and then once weird. they get in, Yeah, once they get in there, there's like a minotaur involved and there's like creatures chasing them around and wow. stuff. It's pretty it's pretty weird. I think it was supposed to be more of a comedy, <laughs> but I fell asleep through uh Like, a good chunk of it. Yeah. So I woke up, and and you were here, and the movie was over. (laughs) And that's how it went down, man. All right. All right. How about some immersion therapy, yeah? Oh, yeah. Immersion Therapy. You think of uh, population four thirty six, dude. I thought
1: it was all right. I I, mean, I wasn't a hater of it.
0: I didn't hate it. I just felt like it was kind of a waste of time really <laughs> i mean it's it's you knew exactly where it was going right, right? yeah you know, probably they gotta have to keep the population at 436 so anytime a baby's born they gotta kill somebody mm-hmm. or anytime somebody new comes to town they gotta kill somebody else and here's this bizarro love tri- triangle with jeremy sisto fred durst and that weird homely looking chick that i didn't find that attractive at all um it's just kind of weird, man, and it, it felt to me like a very watered down version of Two Thousand Maniacs.
1: Oh, I can see that, or maybe
0: like a uh, uh, like a Denny's Waffle House version of Midsummer in a weird way. <laughs> I don't, know, I, I don't know if that made any sense. No, <laughs> that's kind of a, it's kind of a weird analogy now that I think about it. But uh, I don't know, man. It just, it just didn't do it for me. And it's it's not to say it's a bad movie. Fred Durst is not an actor no he's not he should stick to being limp biscuit
1: because he played a good wuss though
0: he did um yeah he's kind of a pussy (laughs) i don't know man i just can't see him as a small town sheriff no you know maybe if he he was billed as fred montgomery or something like that or if i didn't know that was fred durst it wouldn't be as hard on him right uh i don't know man just not just (laughs) not just not my gig i guess you know and the ending was kind of dumb too yeah. And they finally get out and then blammo, truck. And then here comes the best friend. Hey, guess what? You're part of the town now.
1: Here comes part two. Yeah. Uh,
0: no. Pop- <laughs> Population 438. <laughs> Shit. Right? Kill some people. That's right. <laughs> all right, man. What do you got for
1: us this week? All right. This week, let's check out 2017's Cargo. It is. This takes place after an epidemic that spreads all over Australia. A father searches for someone willing to protect his daughter. You'll find this gem on Netflix very cool check it
0: out inmates we'll do the same and compare notes next week first we have to educate Miss Monica
3: educating Miss Monica
0: Who is not here? But I can tell you right now, last week she was a movie called Minutes to Midnight, which is not that bad. Hmm. I mean it's it's oh, there's a lot of um slasher tropes and it's got Richard Greco and William Baldwin in it. Oh, wow. And neither one of them looks like they give a fuck about this movie. Probably didn't. <laughs> Probably didn't. <laughs> Richard Greco is supposed to be like a cop, like a small-town cop. Mm-hmm. He is dressed and acts like he just walked out of a Nirvana video, like all grunged out. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to buy him as a, as a small-town cop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, William Baldwin, I'm pretty sure, was high the entire movie because he just kind of has this kind of... Oh okay. Have fun at my cabin in the woods, guys. You've done a great job. Okay, goodbye. And just this monotone, flat. You know. Oh man. I don't know, man. It's it's. Monica liked it. I'm I'm not mad at it, but um, it's definitely not the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> right. So I don't know. <laughs> there's that. <laughs> I mean, it, I th- it's streaming right now on Tubi. If anybody wants to check it out, I think there is a pretty good dose of boobs, and uh, um, there's some pretty pretty cool kills in it. Um, I don't know, man. Just Richard Grieco and Baldwin just kind of killed it. Mm-hmm. You know, you could, I hate that, man. They bring in these stars from the '90s, and they're trying to, you know, put their names on the movie posters. But
1: but they're not really trying. They're
0: not even giving a fuck. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? You're Richard Grieco. You have done exactly fuck all since Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> right. You made a, a 19 minute appearance in Night at the Roxbury, and that's pretty much what you're hanging your hat on these days. Mm-hmm. You clown. Now you could have no, oh, whatever. I'm going off on a tangent. I don't mean to hate Richard Grieco, but he didn't give a shit in this movie. <laughs> so <I'm> sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right, let me see here. Who might I be this week? I don't believe in paranormal activity at all. But after my wife and kid got killed, and the big fat guy came up and said he heard their voice coming through one of his weird electronic apparatuses, I got my curiosity going. And I, for a second, I thought I heard him, but then I heard some other shit, too, which sent me down this weird detective path, and before you knew it, I was uh, hanging out at an old construction site, getting chased up and down the uh, the stairs there. Think about that, inmates. I know who I am. Do you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, inmates, I think that's about going to do us for the week, then. Hmm. Um, Like, comment, subscribe, if you could, wherever you found this podcast. That helps our visibility out quite a bit. If you get a chance, go to the uh, Apple iTunes app, drop a five-star review on us, and put something in the comment section. You have to put something in there, otherwise it doesn't count. I don't know why. I don't know how that works. You could put a poop emoji in there, and it'll still count for something uh, somehow. So please, if you have time, do that. We also have a Patreon campaign running. Find that and anything else you need to know at paddedroompodcast.com. Uh, the month of October is up for grabs now. So $5 will get you access to all the bonus Patreon content plus the month of October. You pick our movies or our theme for movies, however you want to do it, and uh, that's how we'll do it. Yeah. In the meantime, uh, join us next week for Julia's Eyes here in uh, Foreign Movie Month, courtesy of Buddy. And uh, I think that's about it. You got anything else on the week, Amigo? No. Four. Buddy. Miss Monica in absentia. Good movies that you can't help but fucking fall asleep in the middle of. Cardboard boxes. Weird mazes. Dead dicks. Dead dicks in (laughs) goblin blowjobs. Um... (laughs) People taking notes about this podcast, which I highly encourage you not to do. <laughs> Somebody's going to find those notes and start asking you questions. What the fuck are you listening to? <laughs> why, are you, All right. why are you writing <laughs> random scribbles about goblin dicks and finger popping your sister, sir? <laughs> and the padded room podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye and have a
1: great week. <laughs>